Really good week this week. It feels like a very, it feels like a better week this week for me, more emotionally than anything. If I'm going to jump straight into it, um, yeah. Where do you want to start with this one, mate? I feel like it's been the aftermath of the previous week, yeah, which was a recovery. Mad. But even so, we've had two late ones this week. Um, I'm pretty tired still. Okay. Uh, I think the one of the things for me that happened this week was I was trying to work out why I was so pissed off. Mm, Just I had yeah. this I had this chip on my shoulder for the last two weeks and I haven't really been able to establish why and then we had last week which was just pure and utter ridiculousness with sleep like lack of it yeah and it just made it feel ten times worse and then I had a think we had a chat and I actually brought it up with the team there's this weird thing that's happening with the business at the moment in terms of so literally on my desk at the moment there's this thing that says sales this is the sales marketing biz dev department and it's just my desk everything else speak to Matthew O'Reilly so the reason that was on my desk this month is I wanted to just focus on my strengths and just do what I do best and just bring some sales in for the business and that was I went in strong into the month that was my focus and then I realized that (laughs) 40 leaves because I don't I'm, I'm pretty useless in terms of knowing at least a week in advance of what the hell's going on with staff and holidays and bits a fault of mine admittedly and I realized that Ford is not here. So when I'm trying to sell a website, so I'm like, oh yeah, let's get started. I'm like, great. The guy who runs it will give you a call in 14 days time. So that slowed the whole website sales down, which was annoying um, to say the least. And we've got this thing going on with our app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've raised it with, a, with Simon actually a couple of times in terms of when we've got development taking place, should we turn off the funnel? And stop people putting people in because we know a better version's coming. Yeah. His kind of feedback was don't turn off the funnel unless it's a huge update that's gonna make these guys stick around and convert faster. So there's this middle ground. It's don't turn it off completely because you still need people coming in and sign ups and engagement and activation. And the second thing was he doesn't you don't know whether this push, this update is actually well, going to work. You know what I mean? <clears throat> But for us internally, it feels like like version two of the app. It feels like a complete overhaul. In it terms also of, feels like it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Um, it's not quite here yet. It's, no, it's, I'm, here, I was, it's here, but it's... I was looking at the little bugs list that we've got, and I know that a few of the audience now of, of Expert Trades listen to this, and just this is a quick one for you, is the reason that we don't push it as soon as we start talking about it, and we want to talk about it to let you know that we're doing it, but you'll be more pissed off if we push it and there's bugs yeah. rather than waiting three or four days. Um, so we, we got into test flight yesterday into the iOS and there's just a, a list of little tweaks that need to be made. Luckily, there's nothing major apart from the fact you can't sign up. Um, but, which isn't the first time that's which happened Which isn't either. the first time we've pushed an app and the sign-up fields didn't actually work. Um, but yeah, just, just to like pull it back, it feels like we've been, as a company... We've kind of just been focused on the next push, the next thing. And there hasn't been any outbound marketing, outbound activity, bringing new people in, hitting the conversions, hitting the sales. And I just love to have the sales number on the board and just seeing it going up and up and up. And so I kind of addressed that with you and it was like, you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's like, it, it's because there's a lot of inbound work happening, like stuff in the office yeah. and we're not dealing heavily with outbound 
with sales with the members and bits like that. So hopefully, yeah, that's hurt me up a little bit just from establishing that's the reason. Yeah, it? I think one of the things as well is from from an internal point of view, we like we deal with the app every day. Mm-hmm. We deal with all we deal with this company every day. So when something new is coming around the corner, that's what. We wait. That's why we're waiting. Yeah. As everyone else is just kind of getting on with the day to day, so that's what I th- that's that's this slump we're in because we're just putting all we're we're holding up, not holding all the hopes, but we're getting excited for this push. Yeah. But this push keeps just getting two days back, three days back, five days back, <laughs> which is annoying yeah, on our side because I just we just want to get it out there and it's going to be exciting once it is out there. I think the thing that kind of got me and upset me the most was if I'm feeling <clears throat> this shitty with chip on my shoulder. Like, does the rest of the team feel it? And that's why I raised it. And it turns out it was just me. <laughs> like, it's just me that was really taking it hard. And I think it's because I went into the month wanting to... Because the previous months I've just been doing a bit of everything and dedicating a bit of time on sales. And I wanted to come into this month strong and just do the sales. And I felt like... We've, don't, don't get me wrong, we've actually had a record month because we've... Some of the, yeah. well, a couple of contracts that we've got. But it wasn't the, the month that I wanted. Um... And yeah, I, th- I think I just took it fairly hard. I'm, I'm demotivating. It's it's kind of it's getting to me in the sense that people at the moment are discovering a few issues with the app, which is fair enough. But we've res- we're resolving yeah, like, all of those. It's, but it's like it's it's coming. It really <laughs> is coming. I could show you. Yeah, I just it, just hold on, please. So it, that's that's what's getting me. It's like all these people who. It's like the answers here. It's it's on our phones. If you try into the out. office, I can prove it. I ain't, I ain't lying. It's here. It's not well, on your phone yet. You didn't get Tesla. Yeah, well, it's on, it's on your ago. phone. But it is. But yes, yeah. and it looks good. Um, so that's that. That's what happened this week. Um, what else did we do? So had a client meeting over at the NEC. That was good. And we oh we did the, the talk at Tech Wednesday. Yeah, that was really interesting. So that was in that. And I'm presuming we've picked up a few listeners from Tech Wednesday because I did plug the podcast. Fairly hard at the end, but they told me time up. <laughs> One sec, two more minutes. <laughs> she was just giving you the wrap it up. Exactly. <laughs> um, but from your perspective, like, how, how do you think it went? What your talk specifically? It, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think you, you you you're confident in talking anyway, so you do great talks. Um, I think you smashed it in the sense that when you look at no knock on anyone else that that speaks there or presents, but you got a great amount of questions. And I think. I said to you before, I think part of that is because the answers you give aren't just just one-line answers to the question you were asked. You give a bit more, and then that kind of teases people as to the larger story that might be okay. of interest. So I think that's why, like, two people raise their hand to start with, one person asks the question, and then three more have got a follow-up to that. So it just, I, think, I think you're just quite it, an engaging yeah. talker just to kind of listen to anyway. So I think that's why you did quite well. On the speech, I not I, speech, but yeah, know. I really enjoyed. You'd it. love it to be a speech. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the Q and A part of it, and to see the hands go up, and then the multiples, and it got busier and busier. It just made me feel like I was doing a good job, mm. and that's just like like really motivating and reassuring. Well, you, you even said when you were practicing the deck that you wanted to get through the slides to get to the Q and A because you know just, that's where the it's just the bit that I enjoy, and it's like the bit I enjoy in the podcast is the the questions and the answer mm. part of it, and, and the live stream is another example of that. Is too much materials you can you can drone on at the yep. audience but if you just give them enough to make them want to ask questions because at the end of the day you're not going to answer any everything unless they ask no, exactly in the first place. and i think i think selfishly if i ever go to a talk or something like that don't get me wrong the content of the talk will, will help me yeah. that's that's why i'm there 
But if I can physically ask something that's specific to my problem, then I think that's, exactly. there's loads of value there. Do you know, do you know what was kind of a, a bit of a... I don't want to say it's a real... It was just quite cool, the fact that like when I'd finished... I thought I'd just gone, boom, wrap up, go and get some pizza. And like eight people just waiting mm. to chat and ask questions and introduce. Um, yeah, and I just, I just love that whole networking and just helping the guys out there. Um, on the note of the talk, what we've actually decided to do is we mic'd ourselves up. And oh, you mic'd yourself. Mic'd, yeah. <laughs> and um, Martin recorded some video. We'll probably not use the video, actually, will we? Well, what was the video for? Oh, in case you wanted to put it into expert trades. Yeah, we can, we can post it on YouTube as well. That could be interesting. Uh, yeah, that could be yeah. interesting. Um, but what we're going to do is... Yeah, we're going to take the, the audio and push it as a podcast episode on Sunday. So the Tech Wednesday talk we did with the Q&A yeah. um, will be live on the show on Sunday, but really enjoyed that. Um, I think the other thing as well um, is that you spoke about your experience and where you went wrong and people always like to learn people are always hungry for knowledge but yeah sometimes someone's saying like a how-to is always very interesting but it's like don't do this because i messed up or just at least be cautious like there's some people you got you got the you got the audience nodding i i look back a few times i was working by the way when you were, speak, when you were speaking i'm like trying to i'm trying to solve the calendar i've calendar. got your ipad open i've got my phone open i'm just trying to solve problems in the app and get uh, in touch with some members that was a nightmare but when i did get a chance to look around people were giving it the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there was a guy in the front row i've never seen so many notes not just yours but he was <laughs> yeah, noting yeah, on everyone yeah, so i'm not sure it was great to have on the front row because you can imagine when you're giving a talk to get the head nods it's so reassuring yeah. and it kind of it makes the rest of it better and better and better um, and he was just given the he was a strong head nodder <laughs> you're the man back again. <laughs> exactly yeah uh, no it was good stuff I enjoyed it um, and the interesting thing for us is I think I think I kind of take for take for granted the fact that we're in Birmingham but we're not known in Birmingham we're a small startup in the custard factory but the ability to go and network and have not expert trades as a brand be known because it's not going to help us 50 people in that room but when we want to hire or when we want support or if we move offices sorry David if you listen to this (laughs) podcast don't worry um worry a little bit get me a car parking space um it's just great to just (laughs) sorry um it's just great to to be more present in, in the kind of entrepreneur startup ecosystem in Birmingham, um, just because it's kind of where we've made our home, and I think we should make the effort a little bit to get to know more people here. Yeah, we've kind of been a bit somewhat secluded. Yeah, uh, so, so that was good. Um, what else is going on, Harry? It's kind of back to the old days where we just have a chat about the week. Yeah, I mean, what? I'm interviewing today. Yeah. Two interviews yeah. today. We've got uh, that reminded me. Speaking of you and you interviewing, um, it's not. I don't know if it's going to be interesting to everyone else, but obviously we're kind of internally going through. What would you call it? Like a not a step up, but we're all having to essentially <laughs> pitch. Yes. Why we maybe deserve the role we do, or what deserve to it, move up in the role. It's exactly we do. that, and it's that two prong approach. Which I look forward to actually having some time in the evening to even prepare, because <laughs> at the moment I've not. <laughs> In all honesty, you probably need to. Uh, you probably need to make sure that happens early. Oh, I'm, go- I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. But just like Adam, we clock off today a bit early because I need to do this homework you've sent me. Um, so on that note, I'll quickly cover off what that is. Um, and it'll be interesting to get your thoughts and feelings on it. Um, <clears throat> the team here works bloody hard, and I'm aware of it. 
And, you know, apart from O'Reilly, that's... Apart from O'Reilly, <laughs> who literally just does one minute to nine to 459 <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he bolts out the door like a dog out of the track he's just boom gone um, no, he, he works he works yeah um, <laughs> uh, so no, he, he does well I've got to just say that in case he listens yeah. um, office banter office banter so what we're doing next Friday um, so yeah a week today is we've got our reviews coming up anyway which is where I like to sit down with the team and spend a bit of quality time just understanding what's going on but we're at this interesting stage now where we're getting traction we feel like there's going to be people coming into the team soon uh, in certain roles to help us grow and I'm interviewing at the moment for a role um, a couple of roles and what I wanted to do was basically get an understanding of how you guys think about your own role in the business and how you see the val- how you perceive the value that you currently add in relation to the work and the pay that you get paid. So the idea is really simple is as people come into the company, it's crucial for us to all really be very clear on what we do and how we do it. Otherwise someone coming in is going to be confused as shit if you can't physically explain what you do and how you add value. And the reason that's important is because <clears throat> As you move up in the company, someone coming underneath you needs to respect the fact that you deserve the role that you've got. So as a manager, and I kind of get this from the army in terms of the one thing that always confuses me in the army is that you can be led by someone that hasn't done the role that you've done. This isn't a dig at the army. And you can go into officer training and be an officer without being just the guy that sits below the officer. And I suppose it's because it's a different caliber of person, it's a different skill set, whatever it is. But the way that I've always thought is I only want to be led by someone that can do my role better than me. Yeah, you would, you would assume it's almost like a level of proficiency that once you become a pro, yeah. you, you become a pro and then you, you manage or teach a team. Exactly, like, exactly that. Um, and I understand that there's it's a constant contradiction, the fact that I want to hire, like Martin, I want him to get better at creative than me, mm. but he'll never be able to deal with clients better than me, and that's the real secret source behind the work that he does. Uh, and I'm going to keep helping him with that, and he's doing well with it. But when someone comes into the company and I say, Harry, this is, this is, you, you are this person's manager. You need to manage this person and help them develop in their role. They need to have all the confidence in the world in you, and for mm. them to have the confidence in the world in you, I need to have the confidence in you that you can deliver that. And I think it all starts with, here's what I do for this company and here's why I deserve this role. And I think, and, and then I've, <clears throat> I've actually pushed it a little bit further and said, commercially, not every role has a commercial element to it. If you look at something like Sarah's role, and that's why she's actually not been asked to pitch because there's no promotion <laughs> available to her um, or, or progression in that role. Just um, keep doing and we, you. Yeah, <laughs> we just keep doing that. Um, so we've had, the, we've had that chat. And I'm not saying that everyone's getting pay rises or progression. I'm just saying that this is a point in time where I need to, I feel like I know where everyone is. I need to make sure it's a two-way thing. And there's certain roles that I know need uh, a, bit of, a bit of sharpening. So the idea is, if there is a commercial element to what you do, how do you physically add money to the business? So it'll be interesting for me to hear how people think about the impact that their role has. Because when you come into work, it's very easy to say, I do this job. But it's very difficult to say, I do this job and it impacts the business in these five ways and this is how it helps us grow and here's how it affects the bottom line and here's why I need some progression because I work this hard. Like, there's a narrative to tell. Um, and it's the first time we've done something fairly formal like this. But 
taken from the startup podcast you listened to this morning, the, the business needs to constantly grow up. Not out of startup stage. We always want to be moving fast, but we all need to understand that we're trying to build a massive business. And this team here is like ground zero. And if we end up with a 50-person company by the end of next year, we're all going to be in charge of a lot of things, a lot of responsibility. And I think it's going to take a lot of people by storm how quickly this thing can take off when traction happens. And I'm just, I feel like we're nearly there. And I feel like it's my job to brief the team and like get everyone in the right mental space to make this work well. So next Friday, everyone's coming in, doing the reviews, putting a small deck together of what you do, how you do it, how you add value, what you want to do in the next 12 months and is it aligned with what I need you to do? And then if there's progression that's needed in your career, tell me why. Mm. Thoughts? Uh, no, I've, uh, like I said... When I sent the email, what were you thinking? Let me, let me Q&A I've, you for a second. I've genuinely kind of not had time to even think about it or kind of mill it over. I like that on Tech Wednesday. So, <laughs> <laughs> so as, you, as you were speaking then, I was just running through it in my mind but it's, it'll be on a positive side I guess it'll make me review actually what I do yep and just kind of, it'll allow me to just summarise it all and get it into an actual a solid like a, to, to actually write down what I do tasks what they affect and things like that would be interesting to actually I think it'll be really hopefully great hopefully there's something on the page <laughs> And I think what I'm hoping comes out of it um, is people realise that they're spending 25% of their time on stuff that doesn't actually affect their, mm. core, their core role. And yeah. when that's the case, it's, it's my job to say, well, actually, you shouldn't be doing that. That person should. Or the new hire can just take that off your plate. Like Martin, for example, doing SEO, it's like, Martin has been writing God knows how many blog posts. Like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And that's something that we do. And we do it all in-house because we don't want to outsource it. Um, largely because it's our members' websites, stuff that we've built. We take a lot of pride over it. We had an intern called Adrian that was helping for two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Um, and it turns out that she actually enjoyed the SEO side of the business. And she's back at uni for a year. So because it feels like we know her, we know the quality, we can confidently hand that over and free up a lot of Martin's time to worry about bigger problems that he needs to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adrian wants to join the company after she finishes her university, so could cool. be a great fit. The reason I mention that is Martin's time was wasted for 20 hours every two weeks, 20, 20 hours every three weeks, roughly. On He was putting a on, shift in us. On low-margin <clears throat> stuff, I'm just going to say it as is, yeah. because the guys that listen to the podcast that are members of Expert Trades is we don't make much money on the SEO package because it takes so much bloody time. We did it to try and support... The websites that we did uh, and it made sense but with adrian it's off the plate we still don't make much margin but it's a service that we can keep carrying on i think things like that will crop up and like adam if you look at my 40 hour working week i'm doing this and i'm spending seven hours here but it's not actually when i look at it it's not actually affecting the business mm. in a highly positive way i think i should be doing this with my time and i think it will like you say make people just readjust where they are yeah i mean um you can do a lot of things that take up a lot of time, but it's just like, for example, going back to the blog post that Martin does, if whenever he had to kind of jump in and out of them, it, it takes, takes up so much of your time transitioning from one task to another. Yeah, it's focus. That you don't, you don't realize that that in itself is a costly thing. So it's like, if I'm, okay, I'm going to do this now and then in 10 minutes I'm going to do this, but then I'll jump back to that later. 
you can lose 40 minutes because you just it takes you a while to get back into the rhythm yeah, of completely. the process completely agree um, so we're doing that and then um, yeah it'll be interesting I'm really looking forward to it and I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about on the podcast because obviously we keep everything open um, but there's certain results that are one to one Mm-hmm. But I think we'll definitely do a summary of how I felt like it went overall as a sweeping statement. Um, and I think got, it's important. When you've got a new partner on the podcast, we'll know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then interviewing this afternoon for a sales role. I mean, me and you have dabbled in it, but we keep get dragged in left, right, and center. And we've established that we have a fantastic website package that when five people hear about it, three people buy it. And then they refer us on, which is great. But we've got this great, we've got this great reputation in a, in a closed community on Facebook, and that community may as well dig into a few of the details. Are heating engineers, and this time of year, they're not thinking about websites because they're the busiest they're ever going to be. Yeah. So then I looked at the sales budget, and I was like, actually, how are we going to ramp up sales for the website package when these guys are not going to be interested at all? We can't force it down the throat. So. Um, as part of my reflection as well as how do we not run a business that's going sideways and how do we pump the money back into it to actually just keep the acceleration and the growth, hiring some people to basically sit on the phone and outbound these guys, sell the website package. Um, and we've got two people today that are coming in that seem like they could be a fantastic fit. And it'd be great to get them onto the podcast just to talk about how it's like, weirdly, one of them deals with tradespeople already. They use Glenigans, which is a lead generating software, and they make 100 calls a day. And in their part-time, they're building websites at college. I mean, <laughs> Lucy, if you ever go back and listen to this podcast, you're at the moment sounding golden. <laughs> I mean, you've already got this. <laughs> so, um, so that's interesting. Um, it's been an interesting week. I feel like, hopefully, when 40's back and the app's live, energies go high again um yeah i mean what like i say for for me personally anyway because uh, we obviously got like a new si- system of messaging and things like that so a lot of the things that i've been doing are reliant on the new update yep. so that's why i'm like chomping at the bit waiting for that to take effect so hopefully hopefully when it's live it'll be exciting times cool let's do the um wrap up let's do the wrap up so as you know after this we're going to record some of the cues actually some of the A's we've got the cues um, we're going to record some of the A's uh, and one of the favourite things as I mentioned that we do we did it Tech Wednesday um, we do it on the podcast is the Q&A and we had a bunch of questions asked to us after Tech Wednesday so I'm going to put some of those onto the show because I thought they were really interesting but if you have your own question fire it in to hello at experttrades.com two T's in the middle one S at the end Facebook Startup Diary or Twitter yeah because I am is it our startup show? I am. Or is it start? I think that's Instagram. Oh. I am doing swinging. I am doing Twitter, and I. It's because you cleaned up our, our work Twitter, um, which was an absolutely joyous task. Our startup diary on Twitter. Reach out. Let us know what you're doing. Cool. Cool. 